Chapter Fifty Nine of Peter Simple. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Peter Simple by Frederick Marriott. Chapter Fifty Nine. The dead man attends at the auction of his own effects and bids the sale to stop. One more than was wanted peter steps into his own shoes again captain hawkins takes a friendly interest in peter's papers riga balsam sternly refused to be admitted for the relief of the ship's company as soon as the sails were furled i thanked the master of the vessel for his kindness and requested the boat he ordered it to be manned saying how glad your captain will be to see you i doubted that we shook hands and i pulled to the rattlesnake which lay about two cables length astern of us i had put on a jacket when i left the brig on service and coming in a merchantman's boat no attention was paid to me indeed owing to circumstances no one was on the lookout and i ascended the side unperceived the men and officers were on the quarter-deck attending the sale of deadman's effects before the mast and every eye was fixed upon six pairs of nankin trousers exposed by the purser's steward which i recognized as my own nine shillings for six pairs of nankin trousers cried the purser's steward come on men they're worth more than that observed the captain who appeared to be very facetious it's better to be in his trousers than in his shoes this brutal remark created a silence for a moment well then steward let them go one would think that pulling on his trousers would make you as afraid as he was continued the captain laughing shame was cried out by one or two of the officers and i recognized swinburne's voice as one more likely if they put on yours cried i in a loud indignant tone everybody started and turned around captain hawkins staggered to a coronade i beg to report myself as having rejoined my ship sir continued i hurrah my lads three cheers for mr simple said swinburne the men gave them with emphasis the captain looked at me and without saying a word hastily retreated to his cabin i perceived as he went down that he had his arm in a sling i thanked the men for their kind feeling towards me shook hands with thompson and webster who warmly congratulated me and then with old swinburne who nearly wrung my arm off and gave my shoulder such pain as to make me cry out and with the others who extended theirs i desired the sale of my effects to be stopped fortunately for me it had just begun and the articles were all returned thompson had informed the captain that he knew my father's address and would take charge of my clothes and send them home but the captain would not allow him in a few minutes i received a letter from the captain desiring me to acquaint him in writing for the information of the senior officer in what manner i had escaped i went down below when i found one very melancholy face that of the past midshipman of the acasta who had received an acting order in my place when i went to my desk i found two important articles missing one my private letter-book and the other the journal which i kept of what passed 
and from which this narrative has been compiled i inquired of my messmates who stated that the desk had not been looked into by any one but the captain who of course must have possessed himself of those important documents i wrote a letter containing a short narrative of what had happened and at the same time another on service to the captain requesting that he would deliver up my property the private journal and letter-book in his possession the captain as soon as he received my letters sent up word for his boat to be manned as soon as it was manned i reported it and then begged to know whether he intended to comply with my request he answered that he should not and then went on deck and quitted the brig to pull on board of the senior officer i therefore determined immediately to write to the captain of the acasta acquainting him with the conduct of captain hawkins and requesting his interference this i did immediately and the boat that had brought me on board not having left the brig i sent the letter by it requesting them to put it into the hands of one of the officers the letter was received previous to captain hawkins visit being over and the captain of the acasta put it into his hands inquiring if the statement were correct captain hawkins replied that it was true that he had detained these papers as there was so much mutiny and disaffection in them that he should not return them to me that i cannot permit replied the captain of the acasta who was aware of the character of captain hawkins if by mistake you have been put in possession of any of mr simple's secrets you are bound in honour not to make use of them neither can you retain property not your own but captain hawkins was determined and refused to give them to me well then captain hawkins replied the captain of the acasta you will oblige me by remaining on my quarter-deck till i come out of the cabin the captain of the acasta then wrote an order directing captain hawkins immediately to deliver up to him the papers of mine in his possession and coming out of the cabin put it into captain hawkins hands saying now sir here is a written order from your superior officer disobey it if you dare if you do i will put you under an arrest and try you by a court-martial captain hawkins bit his lip at the order your boat is manned sir said the captain of the acasta in a severe tone captain hawkins came on board sealed up the books and sent them to the captain of the acasta who redirected them to me on his majesty's service and returned them by the same boat the public may therefore thank the captain of the acasta for the memoirs which they are now reading from my messmates i gained the following intelligence of what had passed after i quitted the brig the fire of the pram had cut them up severely and captain hawkins had been struck in the arm with a piece of the hammock rail which had been shot away shortly after i left although the skin only was raised he thought proper to consider himself badly wounded and giving up the command to mr webster the second lieutenant had retreated below where he remained until the action was over when mr webster reported the return of the boats with the capture of the gunboat and my supposed death he was delighted that he quite forgot his wound and ran on deck rubbing his hands as he walked up and down at last he recollected himself went down into his cabin and came up again with his arm in a sling 
during the short time that we remained in port i took care that riga balsam should not be allowed to come alongside and the men were all sober we received orders from the captain of the acasta to join the admiral who was off the texel in pursuance of directions he had received from the admiralty to dispatch one of the squadron and we were selected from the dislike which he had taken to captain hawkins End of chapter 59 Recording by John Brandon